Hey, hey, hey. So, I'm Alex, and this is Lunchbox Radio. So, this week on the show, the audio quality may be a little different since I'm recording directly on my phone using Anchor, which is super weird because Anchor makes you put your phone up to your ear like you're having an actual phone call, um, which is new and a little disorienting. But also because up until now I've done episodes that focus on a specific show, and yes, I may call out aspects of shows and like connect shows to other shows, like my episode on uh, what's it? Oh, um, in this corner of the world, where I connected it to Grave of the Fireflies, um, but or like my previous episode where I talked about the production aspects of Dimension W and where they kind of went wrong. But if you remember the introduction for Dimension W, what you'll catch on to is that I think about, because I've seen more than my fair share of anime at this point, and more than most people's fair share of anime at this point, I have seen enough where, like, I, as many fans of my ilk do know all the, like, trappings of the medium and all the different unique genres that exist within the medium that are different from the kind of general genres of entertainment, period. Um, And I was talking in the beginning of the Dimension W episode about specifically etchy anime and, like... and I did talk about some po- about some hentai anime like um, Mezzoforte and I think Mezzoforte was the thing I and actually Kite, but those are two things I harped on because they are in a weird scenario where they exist because of the pornographic scenes in them, but that would not but that was not why they were ultimately made in a weird way. So, today I want to talk about etchy anime. So, without further ado, let's just jump right into it before this whole holding the phone up to my ear thing freaks me out too much. So... When it comes to etchy anime, I'm not really talking about all quote-unquote etchy that is out there. I'm not talking about things like Mezzoforte, where the sex scenes are kind of interchangeable and can be taken out fairly quickly. I'm also not talking about something like Kite, which is the same, by the same people, is the same deal. I'm also not talking about the indomitable mountain of hentai that exists out there. Um, And also, I want to stay away from shows where nudity is incidental, and where it is, like, meant to be titillating, but it's meant to be titillating in a very careful context. So things like um, Ghost in the Shell. I'm talking about the movie more than the show, although the show does have scenes of just, like, this person naked with a towel covering them. Or, or um, specifically, I'm thinking of... 
Ranma one half, which is has a lot of female has a lot of female top half nudity to it. A to drives the point home of this dude turns into a lady, and also because it's part of the storytelling and it's not afraid of it. But in many ways, that is kind of about that is opposite of the shows that I'll be talking about. The three shows that I'm probably going to focus the most on in this show, in this particular episode, are um, High School DxD, because the new season is supposed to be starting soon, but I don't know when. They keep saying, like, prepare yourself for... DxD hero and your brain will explode and so will your pants but nobody but like I haven't seen if that thing exists I have not seen it yet so there you go um I'm also going to be talking about Queensblade for a number of different reasons I want to talk about a more recent show um a show called a show called I think it's called Testament New Sister Devil or something like that. It's it's a weird title. It's a title that is entirely too that it actually not too insane. It's just as insane as the show it like it it that it is its namesake that could have been named something very like way simpler, but they they were like they were going for a DX for a high school DXD feel. That is not that that they kind of get to, but they miss the point of. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that lovely moment in a second. So the idea behind the kinds of etchy shows I want to talk about are etchy, where they bring the kind of like fan servicey perverse nature of it into the plot proper. It's not like it's not necessarily that the characters just walk in on the main character in the bathroom, although that does happen in these sh- in these shows. That is almost the kicking off point for um Testament New Sister Devil or whatever it's called. But these shows Let's take the like fan service element and like the kind of the the horniness, and they not only embrace it but they make it like a plot element. So, for example, in um one of the many seasons, because there are many seasons of Queen's Blade, um, you get this character who is essentially a nun, and her. Her, like, superpower or whatever fighting style involves her making just, like, straight-up AV girl poses. Like, she mugs for the camera and, like, feet down, spread eagle, like, crab walk style into, like, into the other characters. And it has some sort of, like, magical effect somehow. Um, which is, which is made funny because many of the characters are just like, we shouldn't tell her that this is the power granted to her by God. Like, it's power, but we're not sure how. 
and we just don't have the heart to break it to her. Like, that's kind of the way they, the, the other characters play that, which is, like, a weird self-aware moment for that show in, like, the late stages of that show that is, like, oh, they know what they're doing. I'm still not okay with it, but they know what they're doing. <laughs> um, but... And in um, High School DxD, the main character of that, uh, I forget his name, uh, basically he gets his magic powers from being horny, <laughs> is is the way that they like facilitate a lot of that. It's just, just like, no, whip out your tits so... Like the main character can save the day, um, which is, and the reason I want to talk about this is because of the kind of the kind of shame that comes along with anything that involves sex, meaning like everything from porn to learning about sex. But it's all, but it's not shameful. It's not a problem. It's it's just another part of life, and it would be way, we would be in a way better place if we just treated it like, oh, this is just a thing. If it was less, if it was less untouchable. And part of the, and part of the kind of, running theme of the show um um the handmaid's tale and that book is like look what happened look what you can use the like construct construct of sex to do and like how you can like change people's behavior with it and how you can control people with it but at the end of the day, it is a it's it's a biological function of humanity. It's how humans make more humans. It is a it is basically a program executed to create copies or create like ver- copied versions. Or if you want to get real computer technical about it, but it, because. It, We've ascribed, but because it is, it has importance that other things don't, and people have subscribed importance to it for many, 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 many years. It takes on this weird life of its own. So, people who have shows that involve not necessarily a, a like having sex element that's for things like um what's it called that's for things like um like many hentai like basically all hentai um and there are totally like i get superpowers from bone and ladies kinds of hentai but um people who want to make those kinds of things anime that have extremely, they either have highlight or depend on etchy themes 
a left a left an impact. Either they make this thing and they try and not feature the etchy elements, or they make this thing full on and sell it for what it is and ask people to just kind of go along with it. Now, for the longest time, that looked like shows like High School DxD or Testament New Sister Devil. But recently, it's looked like it looked like things like Kill a Kill, and or like um, da, Darling in the Franks, and th- those show Darling in the Franks makes this like very makes very overt references to yo these kids be be banging and just nobody told them yet, but. Kill a Kill does a really good job of having it both ways, but making sure the audience understands there's a real reason behind it, and it's a it's a narrative reason that they take care to construct. It's not it, and throughout the show, it feels less like it. It feels less exploitative because. All because specifically the a the female characters in that show have a have a ton of agency in on basically every level they have more agency than the male characters in that show have, and they also they embrace it themselves. They agree to the attire basically. They put on the stripper gear. And yes, at first, Ryoko has a problem with her with her Kamui, but she comes to learn that, like, okay, if if I want to do A, I need to agree to B. I'm free to not agree to B, but then I can't do, I can't accomplish my goal. And so she makes a conscious decision of, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna do this, I'm still gonna use this, like, stripper outfit to to do it, blah, 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 blah. Also, the, there is a point in that show, I think it's, uh, I forget what, it's when they're fighting the guy with the, who's like the head of the kendo club, where you're like, this is a lot of female fan service. I'm, but like, it feels kind of one-sided. And then all of a sudden, oh, nope, it's ass the clock. There's a dude's ass, like, in the middle of the screen, just shining brightly. Um, and that's, that's another thing that these, that many etchy shows, like High School DxD, like Testament New Sister Devil, certainly like Queen's Blade, completely drop the ball on. They are making fan service shows only for a male audience, and only for a straight male audience. So what that means is that if you're gay, there's not a lot here. There's not much there for you. If you're a girl who's into guys and you're looking for that, there's not much there for you. So the reason, the, but the reason these shows exist because they sell tons of copies, and part of that is because they are horny as all get out. Much of that is because they're horny as all get out. 
But if you talk to people who watch these shows, they can probably tell you like intricate de- details of the plot. And that's because largely the people who make these shows, the people who talk about them, uh, uh, not the people who talk about them, I'm the people who talk about them, but the people who make these shows are making them from the same very real place that somebody makes something like Lupin the Third Part 5 from. And Lupin the Third Part 5 has very etchy, Lupin has very etchy elements to it, but it the way it skirts the rule is it contains all of that to one character. <laughs> um, and many shows have really etchy elements to them, but they don't draw the same ire because that's not that's not A, the selling point of the show, and B, the... There's no, there's no thematic focus paid to it. Um, if you... And these elements are so prevalent in these shows that if you are watching the very first episode of Cowboy Bebop, one of the first shots is of a lady's boobs spilling out onto the table. <laughs> and these just these old guys just perving on her for because they're old weird old dudes. Um but that's how prevalent this stuff is. It it is a well known fact that sex sells and many, 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 many different anime series at some point use sex to, like, hold you there. To be like, oh, okay, well, this is what we're doing. I might sit here for another couple minutes. Not necessarily because you are there to see that. Because man, if you started, if you started watching Cowboy Bebop, you're there for Cowboy Bebop. You're not there for the boobs on the table. But the boobs on the table are there because if by then you had drifted off, you'll just have a moment of just like, wait, what? What? Huh? And then it's got you for another ten minutes. And that's not a bad move. It showed that, once again, showed that our primarily devoid of edgy sequences have whole edgy episodes. Outlaw Star has an episode where most of the female cast is naked at all times. And if you've ever watched the broadcast version of Outlaw Star all the way through, you know that episode doesn't exist. Because it was taken out. Because it it's basically a nightmare scenario to edit. You'd have to put bathing suits on all the girls tw- in every shot and just nobody wants nobody wants to be about that life um but in but what that does by taking out that hot springs planet episode is it you lose a moment of character you lose moments of character development and of world of world building for that episode by taking out it's just like taking out anything. So many times, just because there's etchy elements in something, or just because 
it like it's an edgy anime doesn't mean that it's not attempting to build a world and focus and focus on characters and all that stuff. It just also wants you to think about what would happen if these characters were ultra attracted to each other and maybe had sex off screen and you never knew it. <laughs> um, but the other thing about edgy anime is that it's not explicitly not hentai anime. It, there's a line and many and much and many edgy anime go straight up to that line and they stop at it, for example. Whereas High School DxD, Rias will show up in, um, which I knew his name, um, in Iski's, I think his name is Bed, all the time. Like, basically, from episode, I think, two on. She just shows up in his bed every morning. But it's never implied that they have sex. It's implied that they have feelings for each other and they're attracted to each other, but it's never implied that they do the deed. Whereas a show that is still very sexual, but is not an etchy show, like the woman called Fujiko Mine, there is a scene where she straight up bangs the daylight out of Zenigata for a purpose, but she straight up has sex with Zenigata. They don't show it, but it's understood that that's exactly what happens. And that's what sets that apart from etchy anime, and that anime had a lot to do with sexuality and, like, being a powerful woman who uses sex, but it falls out of the same realm as something as kind of goofy and... Uh, the word isn't titillating. I would call it as goofy and as horny as something like High School DxD or um, Queen's Blade or any of the others. Now, what sets something like Queen's Blade apart is that it is clearly aimed at a male audience, but it is an entirely female cast. There was no... In High School DxD and in Testament New Sister Devil, or whatever the fuck they call it, the... show has... The main character is the self-insert character. He is given just enough personality for you to follow along with him, and to, like, care about him. But not so much personality that, like, you and your brain can't do the mental leaps of, like, oh, no, I'm him. Another great version of this show is, and the character designs are kind of strikingly simple, is, um, Kenichi in History's Mightiest Disciple. He is just... likable enough wherever where he's he's just developed enough where he has a personality but not so developed that you can't kind of role play him in your head now that's obviously a power fantasy not a like a sexual fantasy but the 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 reason that they use that kind of archetype of the main character is it's the same they want you to 
um, basically swap yourself out for that character. Imagine what it would be like to, like, be the strongest disciple, to live with all these vampire girls, to live with these, like, devil girls and all this other stuff. Because they... But that doesn't stop them from telling very specific story of... um, I mean, at some point, they end up fighting, like, Norse mythology gods in high school DxD in um Testament new sister devil the whole the whole thing is basically about she's the daughter of the devil and the main character needs to protect her blah 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 but in shows like Queen's Blade there is no insert character so it takes on a different quality in something like High School DxD and in um, Testament New Sister Devil they have a reactive character they have somebody they have someone who they can react to the female cast so when they are attacked and their clothes are ripped off they react with embarrassment and they're like don't look or or they react like, please look at me, or whatever. But in in Queen's Blade, there's, there's no one to react to. There's no bashfulness. There's no embarrassment at the outfits or the state of undress or whatever. So in episode one, literally episode one, in the first couple scenes of episode one... When a bunny girl shows up and uses her tit to squirt acid onto the main character, there is a moment of pause because her clothes got melted off of her body, her armor got melted off of her body, but there's no stopping and blushing. There's no, we gotta like, this, this weird bunny girl just squirted acid milk out of her tits at me. I need to deal with this. And what, but what that allows you with the viewer to do is to like completely experience a detached version of the male gaze. Now, the the male gaze happens in a lot of media. Some many people would say all media, but in etchy anime specifically, they. They don't make it okay, but they make it unavoidable because they shove it in your face. They use they like use terrible ca- camera angle in many many shows. The some of the best examples are actually like look at this ass shot and Sao Sao has a tendency to like focus on ladies on like ladies butts. Lots of shows have a, fo- have a tendency to focus, like, yeah, we're having a conversation, but your ass is just, but, like, you see the main character who's a guy's face, and you see the other character who's a girl's ass in this shot at the same time, because, god damn it. But, um, in shows, in etchy shows, it's, it, it's understood 
that's what you're that's part of the package that's what you're there for so it's less they have less of a reason to sneak those shots in there because they are free to make those shots like shine with all the horniness they can muster and there's something really important about that there's it's not It's not dishonest. Etsy anime is dishonest about what it's being. Um, a version of non-Etsy anime that does this really well is actually a show called Air Gear. It's also a manga. And the manga has way, way, way more Etsy elements than the anime does. And that is largely because the author, Ograte, who also directed Tenjo Tenge, who also created Tenjo Tenge, um, used to be a hentai manga author. So he, but he, if you, I think that one of his original hentai manga is called Silky Whip. And if you go and you look that up, you're like, oh no, this is the same dude. This is definitely the same dude. But you notice that he is writing these intricate stories where eventually they get around to sex. And he ended up finding a happy medium between the two of like taking, of focusing way more on the intricate stories and way less on the like and toning the sex down to just kind of being horny in the story period. And just making the main characters like want to do things so they can see some tits, which, based on the fact that his characters are usually teenage guys, that makes that makes some amount of sense. But his shows have an honesty in that way because they're like, no, no, like you can't expect this main character to live with a bunch of girls. And not spy on people in the shower. Like, of of course he would. Of course he would. And it, the show has a realistic expectation of, like... But he's not such a creepo that nobody likes him. <laughs> because, like, you know... Married guys go to strip clubs. Married women go to strip clubs. I... All that stuff happens, but when it happened, but when, because of our own moral compass or what we believe to be our moral compass, you end up scorning other people for that kind of behavior. Like, if I went, uh, yeah, sure, I went to a strip club, but you're better than that. No, everybody's human, everybody... Everybody likes to look at attractive people without their clothes on. That's the universe we live in. That's how our brains work. And if you don't find one person attractive, you probably find a different person attractive. It's the Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling situation. But Echi Anime said, okay... So you want to write a story and it involves a lot of, like, not necessarily sex, but sex-adjacent 
symbolism and like concepts. That's what this genre, this slice of the anime world is for. And it sells like gangbusters, so of course we'll give you money to do it. Now, is are tons of these stories excellent? No. I usually end up watching etchy anime when I'm like, I want to watch something that's really trashy. I want to watch something that's awful. That is borderline so bad it's unwatchable. And I end up watching etchy anime because that kind of gets me there. But it, it's reckless abandon, I think, is something to be impressed by. Because, it, it, yes, our shows like Ikitosin bizarre and insane. But because they are so shameless in their presentation you can't help but be like ah oh, no this is cool like at least you're at least you're giving it to me straight and raw and not like beating around the bush like like ah oh, like yeah her clothes are ripped but like it, it's not that bad and we're showing you like a like a piece of her like plastic looking thigh and we're just gonna tilt the camera just enough so even though they're having a serious conversation you see up her crotch no but we're just gonna like focus in on the uh, on the character and objectify them to high heavens because we aren't because on some level they're not doing their audience a disservice of treating them like you don't know why you're here. You're here for the story. <laughs> and yes, some people love the story of high school DxD. They think it's they think it's really thoughtful and layered and in ways it is. There are character moments in that show that are important and they do their best to treat with respect. But they're they never lose sight of this is why people are here. Yes, this sexy half succubus has family issues, but she reveals those family issues when she naked pressed up against the main character's back. <laughs> so, like, etchy anime is horny story driven anime. It's not anything that you should avoid and some of it is has great qualities to it some of it has great ideas in it some of it's awful but that's also true of all other genres of anime and like if and like i said it is refreshing at moments to just be like oh we're not even so we're not just going to relegate this weird horniness to one character like they do in Naruto. We're just going to, like, put it everywhere at once and see what happens. I'm cool with that. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens when we all, like, talk about the thing we shouldn't talk about. And, and not only talk about it, but have fun with it. 
like realize that that kind of like objectification and oddity is can be fun to watch and take part in and create and all of that stuff. And the other thing about this, about edgy anime, is that the reason that stuff like High School DxD and Queen's Blade and all of this and all of these shows get so much attention is because they objectify women. And, of course, there's a problem with objectifying women. But that's because there's a problem with objectifying anybody who's anybody or any living thing. If of if you walk up to a girl and you say something along the line, like, Hey, sugar tits, g- give me some sugar. Hey, flapjacks, give me some sugar. You deserve to be rightfully smacked in the face. Because you should never treat another human being like that, and many and many of these show and many of these shows say have a lot of moments. Many edgy anime have a lot of moments where they say this. It like where they have characters who treat either all of or some of the female cast like that. And those characters are are cast as evil and like rightfully punched in the face. Um, because lots of these shows want the fan want the fantasy they're selling you to be that all of this stuff is consensual. And that that's very very that's a very good thing. Yes, of course, there's rape fantasy and all that stuff, but all this stuff is all much of edgy anime has a consensual quality to it that makes it feel less egregious than if it was just some dude perving on girls who didn't even who like explicitly didn't agree to it or want it. Um, but the other, but the other thing that I find interesting about edgy anime is much of edgy anime that gets noticed, all of it, and this is partially because this is most likely the majority of what's made in edgy anime, is focused on objectifying on female objectification. But there is also the whole genre of yaoi-based etchy anime. Things like dramatical murder. Things like, um, what the, there's something called, I think it's called, just called Straight Up Darkness. And that's a whole huge, massive amount of, like, etchy and sexual themed anime and hentai for that matter and everybody just people don't see that stuff enough to understand like oh both sides of this exist on some level yes because 
the entertainment world is the way the entertainment world is. There is more of the female objectification-focused edgy anime made. Of course there is. I'm not going to try and sit here and tell you that they're equal. They're most probably not. But both exist, and that and it's important to remember that the industry is taken to doing this to everybody. I mean, there's there's a section, there's a subsection of hentai called bara, which is just like, would you like to see all the old ba- overweight balding dudes in like a sexual way? Because we got you covered, and that. And all of that is fine, because it's all, like, whatever floats your boat, different tastes kind of thing. But if you ever, like, look in at the anime and you're like, hey, like, I want to watch that, but, like, I never thought I'd be the kind of person who watches that. Everybody watches that stuff, somehow. I mean, it's... Just like everybody on some level has some kind of, like, thing they get off to. It's the same thing. It's it's nothing to worry about. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's awkward when your parents walk into the room. If you are of the age where, like, or you still live with your parents, that's a conversation that can be had. But... It's nothing that you as an anime fan should feel bad about. Now, should you be obnoxious and go screaming it from the rooftop? No, because that but that had nothing to do with the content. That has more to do with the promotion, with your promotion of the content. You know, don't be ashamed of what you like. If you're into high school DXD and you're really super excited for the new season, go for it. Don't let anybody tell you that, like, it's a bad thing. If you watch from beginning to end Seven Deadly Sins, I can tell you I did too. That thing was weird enough and bizarre enough to just be like, I just, like, this is weird. This is really weird. I didn't watch Seven Heavenly Virtues because that was a short and, like, my brain wanted a full series out of that weird thing. Like, no. Give me the full weirdness. Um, but, like, if... Or if you look at that stuff and you're like, eh, I don't like this. This seems gross. That's fine. But you should stop. You should stop short of, I don't like this. This seems gross. And the people who like it seem like they're not okay. People who like edgy anime are bad people. They're not bad people. They just like something different. And, you know, for for someone who freely engages in, in a medium that has such an ability to celebrate difference and exists as a kind of expression of difference out of a culture that, in many, many cases, does not value that difference, and is an industry where people with those differences can be 
for you as a person to say, oh, that's different. I don't like people who like that. Then what are you doing? Why why are you why did you come to this party? Did you come to this party because you're super into like people punching other people? Because you can go watch Marvel and DC for that crap. Yes, that stuff is here. Yes, it's great. Yes, Dragon Ball Z is excellent. Yes, you should go watch you should go listen to all sorts of Goku every week every week of every week on Mondays. But there's so much more to that, and if you're at the point where you've discovered high school DxD and you've resp- and you've had reaction to it, you're clearly going down the rabbit hole. High school DxD and st- stuff like Testament New Sister Devil and Air Gear and all the stuff with e- even a slightly horny bend. That's just the tip of the iceberg. If you if you don't like if you don't if you don't like the people who like that stuff, you chosen not to like people who are standing on the iceberg still above sea level. Wait until you break under wait until you break water. It gets a whole lot weirder from there. And there's a lot more down there than you think. So just know that like if somebody likes that stuff, it's not a stain on them. It's what they like. doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't mean that, they, that you don't have a ton in common with them. It doesn't make them a bad boyfriend. doesn't make them a bad girlfriend. Uh, when I was scrolling through the kind of responses to a post about Galgon on, the, on Reddit, there's a girl who's just popped in and said, like, I love this game. This game is insane. And I love every second of it. it may- and then she said, and I love it even more because my boyfriend is, like, super concerned about me playing it in a way that is hysterical. She said, like, as soon as he found out I bought it, all he said was, like, show me Doki Doki mode. <laughs> but... And, and no, it's it's really important that I get across the point that liking this, that liking stuff like edgy anime, saying, "Well, High School DxD is my favorite anime right now." It's not a bad thing. I I might argue with you in terms of, well, the story seems like garbage, but that's my opinion. You might love the story. And you might love love the story because it gets into the idea of like what if this character had powers that like wh- what if Kecko Common basically and for those of you who don't know Kecko Common is widely regarded as the first etchy anime created by of course Gona Guy and it's basically a girl whose superpowers all involved. Primarily involved jumping at her foes, spread eagle with nothing on. Except for, like, a pair of pantyhose over her head, basically. And that's existed forever. There's also, uh, what's that? There's another one. There's another one. That involves 
a dude wearing pan- panties on his face like a mask. I forget what it's called, but that stuff has always, always, always existed. So, in closing, I guess, if you've liked this episode, I'm thinking of doing like maybe one of these every once in a while that's more about big overarching themes and less about like a a specific series discussion because I think it's valuable and should be put out there and I think that like exploring things like etchy not necessarily hentai because that's hard to get into without being without being completely objectionable in a way that is not disturbing sexually but disturbing physically for some hentai but I, I just would I just I think about this stuff because I have done things like I did a at, at Liberty City Anime and I hope that they accept my panel again this year I did a panel on disable on exploring the representation of disability in anime so I've gone I've gone even more granular than just talking about a genre of anime or a slice of anime. I've talked about like really specific instances and what they mean and blah 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 blah. So I have I do think on like a weirdly academic level about this stuff, but <clears throat> I have kept it out of the podcast cuz I didn't really have a huge desire to do it up and to feature that kind of conversation in the podcast up until now. But if you like this episode, maybe I'll do more. Um, I and I have been Alex. This has been Lunchbox Radio. Make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. Till next time, talk at you later. Oh, 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 oh,